Hello and welcome to a brand new installment of Nintendo World Report at Night for Wednesday, December 21st, 2016. I'm your host, Alexander Kloffy, joined today by two of my usual co-hosts, but no Donald this week. Uh, we've got Neil Ronahan. Hello, Neil. Hi, I just saw Rogue One for the second time, and it's really good. Is I'm going to see it tomorrow. Is it is good? Is it um, actually good, or is it good in the same way Force Awakens is good? Which is like, all right. That's <laughs> uh, I guess just uh, without without diving into too too much Star Wars talk here. Uh, I think if you had issues with Force Awakens, Rogue One might kind of correct some of those issues. Okay. It was, like, like, uh, like that's what yeah. that's what I've noticed from talking to people who like people who were kind of lukewarm on Rogue One or. People who were lukewarm on Force Awakens seeing Rogue One were like, I oh, know that's kind of what I wanted out of, out of Force yeah. Awakens. Uh, I I saw the new season of South Park and I like the way that they described the Force Awakens as a bad Happy Days reunion special. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I I I I. I had, it's it's time to come together as a nation and admit that Force no, Awakens. I adore, I adore right. Force Awakens and I can yeah. understand. I I see where the complaints are. I just don't care. I really dig that movie. It was it's what I right wanted. in the middle between the prequels and the original movies. Like it does some of the stuff right from those, and some of the stuff Ooh. it's just right. In the I feel middle. like it's. I feel like that and Return of the Jedi are on are on equal footing as far as quality. I think the Which oh, might hey, be a Miller. dig on Force Awakens. I don't even know. Okay. Zach, Zach, hey. how you doing? Good. Yes, that was. Nice. I have a new amiibo. Ooh, I'm sorry. I have. Yeah, me too. Wait, but I it was only ten dollars. Live unboxing. Ooh. Oh, can I can I share with you guys the worst? Oh, what you got there? The single worst Star Wars opinion is uh, that Revenge of the Sith is better than any of the original movies. That's not. That is the. That That's like right. even the. That, that is that is a nice one. I've been looking at that. Yeah, this is it's it's this is probably this might be one of my favorite looking amiibo. Uh, I noticed that at Target, the Mario Classic 25th anniversary ones are six bucks. But part of me wonders if I'm starting to be over Amiibo. A no, I've been, bit. The only reason why I got these is well, no, I guess it's that's a load of crap. Um, because I bought all three of the Zelda Amiibo, I guess all four, and I also yeah. got like Waluigi and Boo. So it's yeah. about to be like, oh, I'm not really caring about <laughs> Amiibo too much. But it's more that like I'm not worrying about getting them as much. I'll like go. I'll like go into a store, or like if I think about it, I'll be like, "Oh, I'll pre-order that on Amazon." It's not. It's not a desire. It's more of a just like, "Yeah, yeah, I'll get that thing." When I think about how much I wanted yeah. the Duck Hunt dog before it came out, and when I think about how much fucking dust is on the Duck Hunt dog in my it's room right now, I can I can look at mine. Uh, I think it's. I, 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 I actually I, can't see it. I don't regret buying it. But I also feel like I'm starting to be over the whole Amiibo thing until Nintendo makes the next generation of Amiibo, and it's even better. Which I wonder if they're going to do a next generation of Amiibo. I, I mean, I'm it's called like the Guardian one that's going to move from from Breath of the Wild. Ooh, that is that is kind of neat. They also have like, the Monster I, Hunter right. ones. That yeah. Oh cool. man, those Monster Hunter Stories ones look awesome. Isn't the next one just called Amiibo yeah. Giants. Yeah, Amiibo Giants. Then uh, Amiibo Amiibo <coughs> Supercharged. Yeah, uh, Amiibo Imaginators, yeah. where you create your own Amiibo. Except there's going to be, like, a, two Skylanders Amiibos this yeah, time curious, based on Spyro curious, and on Crash. Are any of the recent episodes that I missed, did we talk about how, like, Skylanders is totally boned? Uh, no. Why is it boned? 
Yeah, they're right, starting well, to clear them off. Let's, and, uh, let's, off let's up talk here. a little bit about how Skylanders is totally done. Oh, uh, we should a... talk about this episode very quickly. We have okay. no plans for this episode. We're going <laughs> to talk about Super Mario Run later. But my plan for this episode is we're just going to bullshit for about 30 minutes. That's when this show is at its best. I hope everyone's cool. okay with that. There you go. As you were saying, okay, Neil. So, so, back, so, so Skylanders is pretty much boned. Uh, um uh, the writing's been on the wall for like like superchargers, which I thought was pretty cool. Uh, that didn't really sell that well. Imaginators, from what I've heard, well, also a game that was pretty cool. Uh, I don't think Imaginators really sold well at all, like really bad. And there's all sorts yeah. of rumors and stuff that I've and I've I've caught wind of some of this stuff too. That it seems like Toys for Bob, the main developer of Skylanders, like they're they're done. Like um, I think. Like by by the new year, Toys for Bob is going to be shut down, which is really sad. Like, like I, I like I think oh, the Skylanders. Shit. I think the Skylanders games work. are really well done, um, and it's a bummer that they're they're dying. Like I can't fault Activision for for dropping the hammer on them because if they're not selling, they're not selling. What are you going to do? Um, mm. And I think as far as like other other fallout from that, uh, I think Vicarious Visions, and this is like stuff that's been kind of announced. Vicarious Visions is going to be working on Destiny. Um, I think I think Activision's, a, yeah, yeah, what? Vicarious Visions is going to be one of like the three teams helping out with Destiny. They're also finishing up those Crash Bandicoot wow. remasters. Mm. Um, oh yeah, they're getting unnecessary yeah. amounts uh, of hate. But I think I think Activision's on the verge of going through some serious shit. Because basically the only thing that's, I think, like, successful is Call of Duty, and Call of Duty's on a decline. Uh, Destiny, I think, I think a lot, we're going to find out a lot about what, what, like, the, how long Destiny will truly last when Destiny 2 comes out. I think the, I think that's supposed to be next year. Uh, Because the word that I've heard is that attachment for the newest expansion, the one that came out, I think, in, like, September wasn't too hot yeah uh, but that was kind of that seemed like a stopgap. Uh, i think destiny 2 rise was of the iron this year and it got delayed or something along those lines uh but yeah oh, no i mean it's yeah. gonna be yeah. it's gonna be weird because activision a couple of years ago was like skylanders and call of duty and it's crazy um and now that's like everything sucks yeah i'm optimistic about destiny 2 <laughs> i'm not optimistic about call of duty because it seems like except if you're well, not only that... Where can they go from here? The, all their best staff went to respawn. <laughs> yeah. And with, well, no, no. Um, for Call of Duty, I think next year is going to be a Sledgehammer's game, Sledgehammer Games year. Mm. Since Sledgehammer um, made the best Call of Duty of the last three years. Yeah, yeah, that's when, like, I was actually... I think I was reading something kind of recently about speculate. I don't know if it was, like, informed speculation or just speculation about how Sledgehammer's got the next year's Call of Duty... And how that that might be like Activision's like kind of big, might be a final hurrah, but just kind of like they're going to put a lot into it because Slanchhammer has some talent. It's, it's those ex visceral guys that made the first dead space. Um, and they, and yeah, I I think, I mean, I, I don't play a lot of the call of duty games. I'm interested in them from a, they are, they were at one point the biggest damn games in the entire industry. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, so you played the Sledgehammer Call of Duty game? That's that's. I guess that's what was, the, that? was that Advanced Warfare? Advanced Warfare, and that was the last Call of Duty game I played. The reason why I played it is because I was a House of Cards fan, and I like uh, yeah, I like Kevin Spacey. 
Also, oh, I yeah. think the Call of Duty game the year before was it was Ghosts, which wasn't great, but the one the year before that was Black Ops Two, which I was still kind of high on. So I was willing to see how Advanced Warfare turned out. Multiplayer was decent. Campaign was really good. And then I realized that, like, three Call of Duties is about enough for me. Uh, that's I mean, that's what happened yeah. to me. Yep. Like, I played, I played uh, some Call of Duty 4. I played World at War. Um, I think there was a third one that I played. Modern Warfare 2? I think the first... I think I played some of the... No, I don't think I played Modern Warfare 2. I think I I think I might have played some of the first Black Ops. Yeah. Like, to the point that I'm not even sure which one I played. Modern Warfare 2 is They all kind of blurred more... together to me. <laughs> Modern Warfare 2 is the one where I said... These I mean, it just... Not... It... They're well-designed the games. Modern I mean, Warfare there's yeah. a reason they sell as much as they do. Yeah, like, I... <laughs> it's yeah, not I, like I, it's I, one I, dude shitting out a product in six months that, like... <laughs> I respect the hell out of no, the Call no. of Duty games. They're just not for me. Like, that's that's where I'm at with them. That's where I've been at them since, like, for, like, the past six years. I went to a... Pre- the first press event that I ever went to um, on behalf of Nintendo World Report was for... It was Call of Duty World at War... Spider-Man, Web of Shadows, and uh, Quantum of Solace. Okay, um, I remember you talking. But yeah, about no, that. but like, so that I went to that with very little experience with Call of Duty, and kind of just like had an open ear hearing about World at War, and I was like, oh, okay, this is why people are into these games, like, and like totally got it, and then like played some of them, and were like, oh, these are really good. And I just, eh, I'm done. Yeah, that's that's all I needed. You know what, Call of Duty mm. game was not good. The, uh, no, 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 we're not going down this. I'm, I'm leaving. Have a good show, guys. No, I'm talking about <laughs> that again. <laughs> oh, that that end space isn't even around anymore. Like, uh, everything we knew is gone. I know. Without That's guessing, okay, I'm going to give you a quick shot. No <laughs> thinking about it. No look, looking it up. Just say a number. Neil, what number in the series is Call of Duty Infinite Warfare? Primary series. Um, just, just say something. Eleven. Close. Uh, Zach. Okay, it's the 13th primary 17. installment of the oh, Call okay. of Duty series. It's Call of Holy Duty 13. <laughs> wow. Which means this is the lightning one. Wow. Um, yeah. And it's it's only like 10, 15 years old, not well, even, right? Yeah, yeah. I think the first Call of Duty was maybe like 2004. Yeah. 12 years <laughs> old, nuts. I think. Yeah, because Call, Call of Duty 2 was at Xbox 360 launch in 2005. Wow. I played some of that one actually, right. but yeah, like right. that was before. Like I, I feel like Call of Duty before Modern Warfare, and after Modern Warfare, like those are entirely two different games. Yeah. Totally different things. Yes, it's like uh, like like pre Castlevania yeah, and then definitely. post. I would say my taste in shooters, and I'm not saying this as someone who's like a big shooter fan, but I would say uh, I'm a lot pickier now when it comes to shooters than I used to be. Like, I would say a lot of my favorite shooters from the last few years. You got Doom, obviously. You got, uh, what's it, Metro. The Metro series is fantastic. You have a lot of good story-driven ones. Wolfenstein is really good. Uh, I, th- I think Bioshock is really Bioshock good. One. Titanfall 2, if you want something more in the mu- in the multiplayer. Then you got Overwatch. Like, there are all these fantastic specialty shooters that are doing things... Uh, either better than they were done in the past or in a new way that wasn't really done in the past. And the idea of playing a Call of Duty game to me in 2016, that doesn't have that much new to offer for Call of Duty that brings it up to the same par as, say, Titanfall 2, where you got all these fluid wall runs and the mechs and the double jumps that make it feel like an arena shooter. 
I just don't think it really competes uh, qualitatively, even if it competes financially still. Well, I think that's why they keep doing weird, increasingly sci-fi games with this uh, settings with the series is because they know the core gameplay right. yeah. does not yeah. change. Um, the only... Whereas something like Overwatch or Splatoon, Titanfall 2... Right, those Titanfall 2 is, seems to be an enormous step over the first Titanfall. I never played the original Titanfall, but that's the vibe I get. I'm probably I, I feel like this might be a, f- a thread that we should pull out on NWR at night in the future uh, I started so Star Wars Battlefront was added to the EA Access Vault recently and I started skirting around with it more but I'm at the stage of just like going online and being like oh god oh god what do I even do <laughs> uh, and like like that, that, that feeling I've had it a couple times where you join an online multiplayer game a year after it came out yeah. and it's a very active user base but it's just a yeah. bunch of people who've been playing it for a year yeah. and you're just like you hop on and you just instantly yeah. die and you're like where where was he? <laughs> that uh, time like, period has become to... that, that time period's become a month now by the way in yeah, uh, 2016 yeah. you don't get that year grace period yeah, anymore I mean, it's just because Battlefront is, it's the only, well, I guess there's Lego Star Wars, but it's basically the only game in town as far as Star Wars games go, which I can't wait for that to change. I was mm-hmm. actually, I was thinking when I was watching. Oh, no, man, I still have Rogue uh, Rogue Squadron that sitting over still, there on the shelf. Rocks. Um, when I was watching Rogue One, Kinda I was thinking about Star how Wars badly I, I can't wait for like that Amy Hennig Star Wars game to come out. Mm. Like the one that's like... I guess like the the tentative concept for that might just be like kind of like uh, it's sort of like Uncharted, but it's Star Wars. Like I'll play the shit out of that game. Oh, I heard about that. Yeah, uh, I played the original Uncharted. I played all four Uncharted games this year, so I actually got a look at Amy Hennig. Not just reading all the news stories, where like you get the vibe that she's this super legendary person, which great. But I actually played the Uncharted games this year. Uncharted one through three, the ones Amy Hennig is on, don't actually hold up uh, all that well. Especially, well, mechanically, nope. like Uncharted games are like it, that's a series of peaks and valleys. But the idea of she was she did do yep. the story in the Uncharted games. I'm almost positive, and the st- I think yeah, I think that was her main driving force. I'm pretty sure. I mean, the I mean, she was is, like the director of the them, but game, I think the story her, her is generally hand good. was mostly or like the the thing that people celebrate about her, as far as I've always understood it, is the story, the storytelling. Okay, aspect, the st- which is the landmark achievement of those uncharted games in my opinion mm-hmm. is basically like uncharted 2 which yeah. that was the first one in the series that i played around when it came out and that, it's just an indiana jones movie that you play and that's pretty cool it's an okay indiana jones movie until you get to 2016 and you realize that the indiana jones movies and the uncharted games aren't in the same league so i guess i'm sort of like <laughs> criticizing it unfairly because i'm judging a 2007 video game by the standards of 2016 and her quality yeah. 10 years ago because people's quality changed 10 years, whatever. The thing that I don't like to admit, uh, because I don't like him as a person necessarily, or nor do I like his style of writing, but I think Neil Druckmann does tell better stories than Amy Hennig does. She's, a, he did Last, of, he us did Last of Us 4. and Uncharted 4. And he does a very good job at making human characters. Uh, I won't get into this too much, but 
if you've played Uncharted 4 or parts of The Last of Us, one thing you'll notice is that he has uh, very ham-fisted ways of inserting his own semi-social policies into the video games he writes. Um, he's, 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 oh. he makes very progressive video games, and I have nothing wrong with, there's nothing wrong with progressiveness unless I notice it in the game and I notice what he's trying to do, and it doesn't feel human anymore. It feels like someone with a very specific opinion making a very specific vision of a world that doesn't exist. That's when it starts to bother me. That's like like reading, it's like going back and reading the original Jurassic Park and you realize that Michael Crichton is actually super yeah. anti <laughs> I have nothing against people having opinions making art because all art is just people with opinions making the stuff that sticks out to them. I think he does a poor job of hiding that stuff in a way that it doesn't distract from the rest of the game. But at the same time, The Last of Us is Naughty Dog's finest game. Um, but I would say, like, with Amy Hennig, I hope she's better now than she was when the first three Uncharted games came out. Um, well, I, as long as it's a Star Wars character action game, I don't really give a damn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, another thing, uh, uh, Alex, I'll say about the comparison to Indiana Jones, um, Indiana Jones is an hour right. and a half long. Yeah. Uncharted should be an and hour and a half the long. The problem with these... Uncharted is like a 20-hour game that they have to drag every plot point out. So I think... I wonder if, if given a screenplay for an hour and a half movie, yeah. she would be better at it. Or you Uncharted come to a better story. Is like, it's, actually, it's not a 20-hour game. The fourth game is like 15 to 20 hours. The first three games are like 7 to 10 hours. Uh. I think I'm at a. I think I'm at a drop close to fifteen. And they still they feel yeah. about. I'm trying to think. Yeah, fifteen is two is about right, and that's way here's, too. Low. Here's I mean, here's the low key. Here's here's a low key opinion I have, and we're in no rush. This is we have nothing to talk about tonight other than Super Mario Run, and then us listen silently <laughs> while Zach talks about Shantae. Um, okay, that's that's like all you really okay done. All right, it's on. <laughs> I, I have it. I, it's on my Wii U. Uh, I just. I played other Wii U games yeah, instead, which is too. weird. Uh, and what Manuel's Manuel is saying in the chat actually ties into what I'm saying very well. Manuel Manuel says Naughty Dog is highly overrated. I don't like using the phrase overrated, but Uncharted 2, I might say, has aged horrendously. And if you play really? Uncharted 2 in 2016 just... and forget about the set pieces, which are way less impressive nowadays, a lot of that game is miserable to play. You know what? I, I As yep. someone who gave... No, he's right. I just replayed it on the collection. It's not it terrible, someone, it's just so, miserable to play. Gave, it's such a as grind. As someone who gave Skyward Sword a 10 out of 10 in 2011, I, I will defend everybody who gave <laughs> Uncharted 2 a 10 out of 10 in 2009. No, it was great in 2009, yeah, yeah, that's, but now, that's, like... That's exactly oh my, my God, point. It takes so long to do anything. I stand by the fact that I gave Skyward Sword a 10 out of 10 in 2011. I don't think I'd give it the same review in 2016. I need I need to sit down and play through that game I think... to, like, write some kind of article based on that or talk about it on the show. Yeah. Um, I should, too. But, no, like, I could totally see that with Uncharted 2. But, like, when I played it in 2009, it was really great. 
and that's probably part of the reason why when I played yeah. Uncharted three, I think when it, it was on PlayStation Plus a couple years after it came out, mm. and I like put a couple hours into it, and was just kind of like, I'm not really into this anymore. And but like I I like devoured Uncharted two when I when I, I got it like a month after it came out, and just loved the shit out of that game. Yeah. Um, don't really have any interest to revisit it, but I I have good memories. Don't. Uncharted 3, believe it or not, and and Zach, you might be able to back me up because you might have played it too this year. Uncharted Uncharted 3 is probably the best of the three games in the original trilogy by 2016 standards, I think. I would say, I'm not saying it's still holds up terribly well. I feel like that's cheating because, like, yes, the one that came out most recently is the one that's up to the modern day standards. Yeah, maybe it is cheating, and that's the thing. It, <laughs> I don't know. It's still that it, it still has story issues, but it's still it's still a series. It's a pointless set pieces. It's a pointless like, idea. That's the whole thing to, uh, to criticize scores that like two thousand ten Neil made or two thousand whatever Neil made or what twenty twelve Alex made or whatever whatever whatever. Yeah. Uh, like for instance. If twenty, if we really looked at every game by twenty sixteen standards, imagine if the original Super Mario Brothers, if it had never came out and it was released in twenty sixteen as a sixty dollar on disc game, people would be like, "What the fuck is this?" You know what? I almost want to like write a movie on that alternate reality because then you'd have to go back and just like remove every game that was inspired. No, no, no. The inspiration still exists. There would be no video games. That would be a universe. A universe in which the Mega Drive the inspiration thrives. We're, we're that all Super just Mario like, man, Brothers Alex created. Kid Run is really Alex Kid Run is really interesting. That's that's what we'd be at right now. There was uh, reality. There was a tweet from Jeff Gersman once, which was like, "Imagine if Donkey Kong Three was the game that got Nintendo huge, and imagine everything that spawned from that." <laughs> It's like that's what with, with the NES Classic. Oh. What, what stood out to me too much is that there's very much like just in platforming, there is a delineation between like pre Super Mario Brothers and post Super Mario Brothers. Because before Super Mario Brothers, no yeah. one knew how the fuck to jump. Like jumping is horrible yeah. in every game that came out before Super Mario Brothers. And for some reason, like they're just like, oh no, we figured it out. And then every game after Super Mario Brothers, for the most part, and there's exceptions, of course. Like jumping makes sense. There's a logic behind it. But before, like, Ice Climbers, <laughs> original Mario Brothers, Donkey Kong, like, jumping so weird. Right. Like, they didn't yeah. get it. I mean, all yeah. old art... Well, I think art in general, including games like Context, is way more important than we give credit to it sometimes. Yeah. Because I think if everything Mario oh, inspired sure. still happened, but the original Super Mario Brothers didn't come out... And it was released as a new release game with no explanation in 2016. It would not review well at all, justifiably so. But it'd be like it'd be like, hey, this this quirky retro yeah. game, right? Like, that like, I don't why know, is it sixty dollars? Like, is yeah, this yeah. this is like a ten dollar game that I could get on my phone? It'd be pretty good. It wouldn't even be a ten dollar game. Uh, <laughs> but I think Super Mario Three is one of the few games that kind of withstands that context, even without context. I think. I, it, it would, I think world. I think world is the same way. Shit, I think that game gets um, and Super better. Mario World. I would say same, Super yeah. Mario Three and World are damn near perfect games in a lot of ways. But in thirty years, I think Super Mario Brothers Three is still going to require the same context. Not because the game quality changed, but because people's frame of reference for what video games are supposed to be is going to be so different. Oh, true. That like oh, presenting. Yeah. 
a 2D platformer that doesn't have the platforming advancements that 2040 is going to have. Well, like, well, like people's minds will break and they'll sure. be like, "What is this? You can only move in two directions." Um, and it, I, I think context is just important. And uh, Nintendo will still be charging five dollars yeah. for that. Uh, uh, RK says, "I have no problem with social issues being addressed in games. It's when developers get heavy-handed and begin to shove ideas down a player's throat that it starts to bother me." And I agree with that because I think when it gets heavy-handed it starts to feel a little bit like propaganda, no matter how noble the cause may be. And once I start to look at something as, like... Like, it, it has too much of a statement that gets in the way of everything else, I start... Well, then you start to focus on that and you I start you to resent it a little bit. And it's not just story. stuff that I agree with or stuff that, like, I would disagree with, which is not necessarily the case with these with these video game social issues. If there was a game that 100% I agreed with, but it did it in the same heavy-handed way, I would start to think that they were, like, patronizing my viewpoints that were built on my own experiences. Uh... I don't know. It's I don't like talking about the politics directly, but I think the context of politics, just as a general subject, is very interesting in video games. Here's my recommendation. Go back is, and read is Jurassic it, Park. No. Read? Today. I never read it. I never read it. In 2016. You, 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 read, you should yeah. read it. It's, it's hard to read now. For somebody who likes the movie a lot, I think that I think the movie's better than the book. But what very you exactly? Clearly. I say that. Oh yeah, of course it is. Um, but I, I say that, Alex, because that it's a book I read recently, and I came to the same conclusion you did about The Last of Us, where Michael Crichton's voice is yeah. so prominent. It's it's like Ian. It's he is no Ian Malcolm in that book, and it just pisses me. Um, it pissed me off. Oh. Okay, I'm going to read some I'm going to read some things. TR BR read any Crichton Andromeda strain sphere. It's all science run amok shit. Uh, which is an opinion he has based on what you're just saying. Yeah, it is. Science science run amok and we shouldn't mess with uh, Cherry Goblin alternate like reality where PSP sold the DS, which I would actually be okay with cuz I'd be <laughs> I wouldn't want to live in that future, but I would want to visit that future. Just to like, oh, yeah. like on vacation, like just I want to see. Yeah, just be like, well, what's this? Everybody's playing Monster Hunter on their PSPs. <laughs> I want to see a version of the Vita that got super successful and got picked up massively. I just want to see what that game library looks like. Like, I bet we would have GTA Four stories and GTA Five stories on that thing. I bet we would be looking yeah, forward probably. to a Vita Two. <laughs> I bet we would have a I like new this. Persona I like game. this from. I like this from Kane, alternate reality, where the Mighty Number no. 9 series is amazing in the 90s, then has a spiritual successor in 2016 under the name Mega Man, and it turns out to be bad. <laughs> Third rate minion, uh, Alex Kid Run, which which I enjoy. Yeah. I would I would be willing for an Alex Kid reboot that like takes modern platforming into consideration and is made by a team that really cares about Alex Kid but is also very competent. At platforming, like if uh, as, as long as they keep the Rochambeau, well, those, those as long are as they keep the Rochambeauing, they have like to that's, keep. That's the, all. That, that's what Alex Kidd is to me. They it's just like, all right, it's a boss fight. Now play rock paper scissors. You know what they need to do? They need to do the fire emblem thing, 
where they give you the classic and the new mode, where if you want to play the game correctly, you can play Alex Kidd Classic, and if you want to play uh, a, a video game, you can play Alex Kidd New. <laughs> the Venn diagram of people, of developers who really give a shit about Alex Kidd uh, and the competent developers is yeah. a very narrow yeah. overlap. And they're probably working Here's, on I would things. love it's like the new Sonic game. I would love Sega hiring Alex exactly. Kid returns. Sega hiring Yacht Club Games <laughs> to do an Alex Kid reboot. God. Is there I don't know How if do we there's, know that's not happening right now. Why shouldn't it be? <laughs> if, if I, I was I mean, Sega, really, I would like, spend like, the money on If it. you're Nintendo, Sega, Capcom, I don't know why you're just not like after Shovel Knight came out, just taking dump trucks of money, being like, yeah. "Hey, Yacht Club, take our old shit, make it better." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know what game cannot be improved though? Outrun. Outrun. Outrun is beautiful. That game is 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 magic. Yep. Alex Kidd I'm... still has pretty fun platforming for a game that barely works in 2016. Can we, like, bring back Wonder Boy? Oh, no, they are bringing back Wonder Boy. Oh, I forgot about that. And just remember, that's great. That is that is good. Well, no, are it's they? like... Mont- it, it, oh. It's that by those dot .emu guys. Yeah. Um. Now, now I'm looking it up. All right, question. Is there a better indie platform studio than Yacht Club Games? No. No. I don't, don't think, think so. I don't need to. It's it's done. Maybe what Inti are they creates? doing? What they do? They did the old the Mega Man nine and ten. Uh, they do the um, the Mega Man Zero games, which I guess are not retro. It's okay, probably not right, club games. Not After just games. like one and a half video games, they, I think what they've like, done. Show that's incredible, yeah. man. It. Might be yeah, one of the more underrated. Can't wait for the castle. Shovel Knight is is almost a slightly tragic game, where a lot of Nintendo fans give it the credit it deserves. A lot of us give it the credit it deserves, but a lot of those the multi platform people out in the world don't quite give Shovel Knight its actual due as like one of the best indie games that's ever come out. Oh yeah, so uh. So third rate minion yep. came in and saved the day. Uh, Wonder Boy, the Dragon's Trap. Oh, there um, you go. Yeah, that was a bit. Yeah, it was playable at PSX. Uh, I know. Dev Bird One says Way Forward is better. I'm not gonna call anyone who. Well, that's because Way that's because experience. Yeah, and I wouldn't call yeah, them a but retro. But you know where a lot developer. of those experienced people went? Yacht Club. Yeah, Yacht Club. and you know what's a better game than any game Way Forward has probably ever made? Shovel Knight. Shovel Knight. You might love the. Well, that's also take the character of, that, of Shantae away from the Shantae correct. video games. Those games become way worse immediately. I would say honestly, Pirates Curse is Pirates the Curse first is good pretty Shantae flawless. Game. <laughs> <laughs> the first guess, forgivable yeah, I mean, Shantae really game. Bad. Like no, like Pirates Curse was a was an was an now, awesome game. To be to be fair, the. The Game Boy Color game did a lot of things yeah, that had never yeah, had been and, done before. It's and a technical from like a 2014 perspective, with a pear-shaped difficulty curve. Like I played that game when it hit 3DS Virtual Console. Uh, it might have been real cool in 2001 or whatever. 
And you stopped. I'm looking forward to... Yeah, no, I agree. Pirate's Curse is the first Kane unquestionably makes the point that Platonic could take the reins if Ukulele turns out to be as good as it looks, which I actually agree. As someone who played half of Banjo-Kazooie and then fell off it very quickly, Ukulele seems like a smartly made N64 platformer in 2017. I'm, I'm very, very excited for Ukulele. Yeah. 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 Be getting it on I mean, the I'll Switch. Probably get whatever it's out on first. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. PS4, yeah. Xbox One, PC, whatever. We yeah. should talk about Super Mario Run a little bit because we we we've actually had a decent forty-minute show of talking about. Wait, let me see. What 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 are we at? Thirty-two minutes of talking about nothing. I like that. A lot of people. Uh, a lot of people don't like Super Mario Run, Neil. About half um, of all users are only giving it one star. Even if we take that's that one that's star. Nonsense. <laughs> if we take the one-star nonsense away because it's people who don't understand that it has to be a $10 game, a lot of, like, people who understand video games and paid the money, like, to buy Super Mario Run are also dissatisfied with the quality of Super Mario Run. I, I'm not going to discount their opinions, although I like Super yeah, Mario Run I, a lot. I like I like Super Mario... Well, I guess I'll put it this way. Uh, I think Super Mario Run is absolutely worth 10 bucks. I had yeah. I have no problem paying ten dollars for the content in that game. I think that the world tour mode is really great. Uh, I think it has a crappy ending because it's just like, like I mean, all the other new Super Mario Brothers games. And I actually, uh, I started replaying New Super Mario Brothers U today. Mm-hmm. Um, really, and like that game beats the pants off of Super Mario Run. Like I like the digestibility of Super Mario Run, but. Like, there's part of me that still prefers the more, like, adventuring elements of new Super Mario Brothers games. Yeah. Yes. There are two mm, two or three flaws. Uh, three flaws with Super Mario Run that are actually series flaws. One, the Toad. Like, when you lose in the Toad mode, what's it called again? Toad Rally. Toad Rally. The punishment is so severely harsh that I stopped playing after two or three hours, and I will never go back to it unless they I, seriously I think to, I, Yeah, they need... In order for me to ever really give a shit about Toad Rally ever again, uh, they need to revamp the structure of how that works. Because it's just like... One, I can't even... I have like a list of like 20 friends. I can't specifically like play them in Toad Rally... Uh, although they added something called Friendly Rally today, I haven't checked it out. Maybe that. It kind seems of like that has bit. your friends list on it. Yeah, which like that—that's that's a step in the right direction. But like the fact that you go into Toad Rally and it's like maybe one of your friends is out of the five that they pick. Other than that, it's just random people, yeah. like generally around your your Toad level. But it's also that like you could go in there and it could be like, oh, he sucks, so you can win easily. Or it's like a dude's flawless run, and even if you do really well, you're screwed. Like mm-hmm. I, I don't think yeah. it's really I don't think there's a lot of like explanation for it. I think it's I think Toad Toad Rally really I don't I don't like it. And the Kingdom Builder stuff is like neat as a time waster, but not really. All there compelling. are two the the Kingdom mode barely even counts. Two other flaws with the game. One, the That's ghost houses aren't fun at all. And I hate being the guy who says something in a video game isn't I, fun. I hate those i really like the ghost houses because they're some of the only that it's like them and like two other stages that kind of twist with the always moving forward idea yeah 
Counterpoint, Alex. Ghost houses in Mario games are never good. Yeah, uh, and they were smart enough to take out the water levels from this game, but not take out the ghost houses, which are more yeah, I, problematic, I, I, I might say. Mar- Mario Runs Ghost Houses are my favorite ghost houses in Mario games. My oh. third problem is that the, the amount of content in World Tour mode, even considering the coin stuff, especially with the boss fights... It feels like, remember Super Mario 3D Land, how it had, like, the six worlds, and then it had, like, the other six worlds, or, like, such and such? It's like, they only included the first six worlds, but they didn't uh, add, but there was even less. They didn't add the second set of levels, and there was even less. And you know how, like, you beat Bowser on the bridge the first time, and then you get to do the super cool Bowser battle after him? There's no super cool final boss in this game. Yeah, there's there's no... Well, it's like... It's a fun final boss, but it's not cool. Like, I don't... It's a fun world like, that's three boss. Yeah. Yeah, like, I, I feel... Like, I really... And, and hearing all the stuff from Nintendo about, like, we don't plan to add any substantial content to this game. Really, like, I would, I would pay another couple bucks to get more worlds. I would pay like, another I, ten bucks for more worlds. I'm sure they know that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good game, though. Um, third rate minion. Third rate. Third rate minion asks how long until Nintendo decides to make new content for, despite saying otherwise, uh, March. March. Um, <laughs> that's that's my prediction yeah, slash hope yeah. because I really like. I saw those quotes and my heart sank yeah. a little bit, but I think it would be really smart to have like more more worlds come out of this. Renew renew the interest when the yeah. Switch does. Um, I'm gonna get it on Android when it comes to Android. I'm curious about it enough that it's a good game. I'll, I will probably I'll play it more yeah. when it's on Android because right now I'm playing it on my wife's old iPhone. Mm. So, oh yeah, I'll play it. Uh, I'll yeah. play it only on Wi-Fi. I would say yeah. people give or they discount how good the runner mechanics are in Super Mario Run. It's, it's real good. I think it's the best designed mobile runner that's existed so far. I agree, and I, I played a bunch of them. I know you're really oh. high on Rayman Jungle Run. I'm not high on it. Um, I just Alex, that's I the one game. that I would recommend to people immediately. It is a very good mobile runner game that has actual yeah. level design in it. It's if I, you I mean, like yeah, the Rayman that's, that's Origins Legends of, game, they have like four of these Rayman games out on mobile that are all really good. Yeah, like like I think I I agree that I think the Rayman that, that, that yeah I guess I, I, I Rayman Jungle Run's the first one there's a couple out there I think they all have slightly like Fiesta games. Run and there's like a couple yeah. others there there's also like a free Fiesta version Run, right. that you can get um, yeah but I, I messed around and played a lot of runner games on mobile yeah. and the Rayman one definitely stuck out but I think that Mario Run beats the pants off yeah. of it or maybe even maybe it beats the limbs off of Rayman when are we gonna get a when are we gonna get a Super Mario Go hi Gina that's when I'll jump on uh, she walked right behind yeah. me yeah it makes me very (laughs) curious for fire emblem which i i read a tweet today i I read a tweet today that said fire emblem's gonna be the next mobile game they release it was like a rumor that was like fire emblem you should you should this this is this is a little plug uh alex you should check our patreon out and hey if you're watching this Support uh, Nintendo Report on Patreon, uh, www.patreon.com slash NWR. We might, we might have some exclusive rumor talk on there mm. for, for patrons oh. that, that will only exist in there. 
because I, I don't feel like getting endlessly harassed. Wait, including um, stuff I just talked about? Ah. Yeah. Okay, because I, I heard... <laughs> and this is... I, I know, like, Neil, you have your own stuff, but I just read this on Twitter today that the Fire Emblem game is better along... It's further along, and it's supposedly better than the Animal Crossing one at this point in time. So it's probably going to come out well, next. Well, I, you know what? If if uh, if you're if you're re- if you're you're watching this or listening to this, support us on Patreon. Alex, we'll talk more after the show. Okay. <laughs> cool. Mm. But but yeah, I, I'm sure a lot of the stuff that that's out there about the Fire Emblem and the Animal Crossing mobile game. Um, I think it's a lot of the same stuff that, that I've heard okay. as well. So patreon.com slash NWR. I finally get the message. Uh, support our Patreon. Listen to the podcast. <laughs> That's all well and dandy. Yeah. Shantae's good. Do we have anything else? Ah. Are we just done? I think we're probably done. Yeah, okay. Shantae's good. And and I'm surprised to say okay, it Okay, so, so I shouldn't, I shouldn't talk about my, my experiences like playing 3D World and New Super Mario Brothers U and Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze today. Um, that I've drawn out of them. No. Let's make a deal. You don't talk about that stuff, and I won't talk about Final Fantasy XV more. All right, cool. All right. I like this idea. Perfect. I think we should go with because this. Because I, it's we're gonna say these games are really good. You're gonna have an opinion on Super Mario World that's either going to be similar to what it was before, or it'll be actually Super Mario 3D World is a really good game. And then I'm going to say Final Fantasy XV continues to be the best game of 2016. And then we're going to uh, go our merry ways, and I'm going to edit the show, and it'll go up on iTunes in about three weeks. I have, I and have, then... I have three sentences. Um, New Super Mario Brothers U is very good. Super Mario 3D World. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm higher on it than I was in like the month or two haze after it where I was kind of down on it. And Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze is a brilliantly designed game that has horrible controls and i'm done awesome okay i'll (laughs) I'll do one plug um matt west reviewed shantae but i i wrote something that i'm going to post this weekend things i like and dislike about it Mm. as a hardcore shantae fan and that that was hard to write and and to answer third rate minions question about did we talk switch rumors stuff um I don't know. It's probably not going to be as powerful as you guys all might hope it will be. It's just got to be stronger than the Wii U to some slightly noticeable extent. That's all I need. That's all I need. Which is, like, better than PS3. That's all I really need. Whoever's, like, crumpling up paper. That's me. That's me. My bad. That's me. (laughs) I got, like, my my sister had frozen pizza earlier. And uh, she never touched it, which means I've been, like, sort of uh, absorbing it slowly. I oh, I've noticed. Yeah, uh, it's I, I I've been a poor uh, host for for certain moments on this show. I sincerely apologize. Uh, pa- yeah, it's the holidays. It's, it's the holidays. Uh, pa- Patreon.com/slash/nwr. That's our show for this week. We had very little to talk about, which makes me very impressed that we were able to actually have a solidly full length show. Yeah, yeah. Um, cheap. Yeah, cheap. there you go. Uh, Z Miller 1902, Enron 10, Calafia. Listen to the show on iTunes. Look up Nintendo News Report. Look at the bootleg uh, CNN logo. Actually, I have one last story I want to talk about, which is, uh, and it's an Alex story, but it is actually genuinely interesting. I just want to tell you guys have you guys heard about this whole Pokemon Prism business? 
Yes. Where a not just pulled, pulled, the game was finished, had a launch trailer, was ready to release, was in development for eight years, got a cease and desist right before it was about to come out, and then was cancelled. Which I don't have a negative opinion on Nintendo or on this guy, or I'm going to say you should have known better, or uh, of course this is going to happen, of course Nintendo's going to defend. It just sucks. That's just the opinion on it. What I would have done, and I'm never going to do this because I'm never going to have the talent to release a full Pokemon fan hack, but the smarter thing to do, I'm not going to say anything because I'm representing a website, uh, so I'm not, I'm not going to have an opinion on the, the smart way to release a copyright-breaking Nintendo hack. It's called Don't Don't Announce, like, that you're like, here's a teaser trailer, here's our release date. Just, yeah. Just maybe don't do that. that that's time. what I was going to say. Okay. Enron 10... C. Miller 1902, Hulafi <laughs> A, Patreon.com slash NWR, Nintendo News Report on iTunes. Have a good night. Bye bye. Bye. Happy holidays.